Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah. Welcome to Should I Buy This Podcast, the show where I ask my girlfriend if it's okay to buy things. I'm Gavin. I'm joined with my girlfriend, Jess. Hey guys, welcome back. Actually, we're going to welcome ourselves back to episode 14. It's been a while. It's been a long time. The last time we recorded and released an episode, SIBT 13, June 21st. That wasn't that long ago. I mean, it's only November now. It's the middle of November. It's been a few months. I think we need to start off this episode with a big announcement from Jessica. So, during that time that we weren't podcasting, I was actually house hunting. House hunting. And I bought a house. Yay! Now here we are, in the new house slash studio, recording SIBT14. How do you feel? I mean, after 32 minutes of trying to adjust the volume and making sure there's no echoes... I hope it's all worth it, man. I hope so too. Sometimes setting up these podcasts after a long hiatus, it's just like, oh man, I can't, I can't even. But here we are. The fans demand SIBT. So here we are in the new house. Did you say how many times you had to find out the room that you really wanted to be in? It took forever to settle on the podcast studio. Where is the new podcast studio? I was flying around everywhere. All three floors. I've been on all three floors. You have. Mm -hmm. You said I was like Goldilocks. You were. Trying out the basement, podcasting in the kitchen. Now I'm on the third floor. This room's too echoey. That room, the furnace is too loud. This room, it's okay. It's okay. Now we have echoes with the mics. It seems like nothing can satisfy this this uh, desire for for a perfect audio setup. But back to the SIBT goodness. New house, new studio, a new season of SIBT podcast. I'm very excited to be here and back on SIBT podcast. If you remember SIBT season one. Jess asked, should I buy a house? And now you did it. Now you did it. I did it before the time frame. A lot earlier. A lot earlier. Can you talk briefly about the house buying process? How many houses did you see before settling on where we are now? I went to 36 viewing and some of the houses I didn't even walk in. I just saw it, and I said no. What What was wrong with these houses, which you didn't even want to go inside? A lot of it was based on the feng shui of the house. If it was on a tee, it had a fire hydrant, or there was a lamppost, those are like automatic killers. I didn't even bother looking at the house. What, is, what does that mean? I want to break down all three of those big no's. House on a tee. Like a T intersection. Mm-hmm. If there are three roads 
leading to the main door of that house. No. Like, you know how you're on a T and then your house is like right at the end? At the middle, at the point where all three roads meet. Okay, yeah. Right? That's what you don't want. No. You don't want to be that house. What's wrong with that house? All the bad energy that comes off from your neighbors is going to come directly at you, whether it be the front or the back. You don't want it on either side. Like, if you're the house at the T intersection, the three-way intersection, that's where all the bad energy is going to go. Yeah. What about the good energy? Is there good energy going in as well? Sometimes, but mostly it's bad. Like, (laughs) let's just say that some people don't believe in it, which is fine. But the stories that I've heard from my my mom, she says sometimes, like, all these things, like my aunt who lived on a tee one time, and she didn't bond into move, and then she ended up having a bad health for the rest of her life. Because she lived at a T intersection. Mm-hmm. What about fire hydrant? Why not? Uh, I mean, the practical reason you don't want to live in a fire hydrant in front of a fire hydrant is that you can't park in front of them. So if you have guests, they can't park right outside your house. It's not so much just a practical issue, but also all of your hard earned earnings will just go down the drain. As a metaphor. That's the metaphor That's the of the fire hydrant. Yes. You'll be poor if you live in front of a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. And what's wrong with streetlights? It's a very sharp object. So if it aligns with your door, it's like piercing through the heart of the house. And that's like letting bad energy go through that little hole. So if a streetlight is right outside aligned with your main door. That's bad. That's bad. These were just three of the many feng shui things you're looking for, which made you go through 36 different houses. Well, if you want me to keep on adding more things, like there's little things, such as the toilet. You don't want the toilet to be facing directly the door. That's bad. The main door. No, 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 no. Say like the door of the toilet, like the bathroom. To the washroom, yeah. Yeah, so if the toilet lines up with the bathroom door, that's bad. Why? Because when you automatically open a door, you see the toilet. So what happens if you're taking a shit on the toilet and someone just comes in, comes in, and shoots you? So You'd that's be not murdered. A feng shui- that's not a feng shui thing. That's just a- No, it is... It's an actual feng shui thing. Like, even my aunts tell me it's bad, but it's really hard to explain. It's just you don't want that. Okay. You don't want any of that. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Here we are now. Is this house, would you say, perfect feng shui? As perfect as it can be. Okay. Okay. So, new house, new studio, new season of SIBT. Let's jump right into what we want to buy. Now, obviously with a new house, there's tons of things we want to buy, tons of things we already did get. We got the couch, the bed, 
Dining oh. table. Are we doing this in the order when I purchased it? No, no. I'm just saying these are the things we don't need to get anymore. Oh, okay. There's, there's a lot of things we don't need to get. We could have recorded like 10 other SIBT episodes. Like, oh, should we get a, should we get this bed? Should we get that bed? Should we get this couch? But a lot of things already purchased. So we're not going to be talking about those furniture items. Let's jump into what we want to buy this episode. Do you want to start us off, Jess? I've been eyeing chairs. Chairs for our work-from-home office, as well as chairs for the dining area. What kind of chairs have we been using up until now? Folding chairs and patio chairs. But they're not bad. But at the same time, it's not like they match perfectly. I wanted to get the same set of chairs to match the tables, which are Lasabo tables from Ikea. Shout out to Ikea and the Lasabo table. That's right. We're using one as the podcast slash your work from home office. I'm using one for my work from home office. And there's also one more in the dining room. We have three of the same Lasabo tables. So tempted to buy a fourth just to clean it out. (laughs) Because there's four. (laughs) There are four. Ikea has been like empty tables. Mm Mm-hmm. Trying to find a dining table for the longest time. Everywhere. Sold out. Sold out. Out of stock. Out of stock. We finally see the Lasabo available. So, oh man, this is the table we want. There are four tables left. Mm-hmm. We buy one. Go home. Build it. It was easy. Easy like, to build. Very easy. It was nice. Like it's a solid table. We have the one table now. In the entire house, we have one table. So then we're like, what are we going to work on? The next day, we go back, grab two more Lasabos, and here we are. That's why we have three of the same tables. Now, we're talking about chairs. We've been using folding chairs. What kind of chairs are you thinking we should buy? I mentioned that we should buy the matching set that goes with the Lasabo tables, which are the Lasabo chairs. They're about $80 a piece. They look a little bit more complicated to build, but once you build it, you'll never take it apart. So the Lasabo table is like a really solid piece of wood and four legs. The chair, is it also like just the base of a chair, four legs and a back? Backrest. When you look at the actual diagram of the chair, there's more than four pieces. Mm Mm-hmm. And what kind of color are we thinking of? Because the table we have is a, what is this, like a veneer? It's ash. An ash veneer. Ash veneer. veneer. Mm-hmm. The chairs would be the same color. Yeah. Four chairs, right? Or how many chairs were you thinking of getting? This table we're using can realistically see six people. six people. Two on each side, one on each end for six people. You're thinking six chairs? Yes, we can. Six times $80 per chair. So $480. But do we need six dining chairs? No, we can just get two for me and you. Especially with COVID, I don't think we're going to get a lot of guests. If we no, do, no, 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 no. We have That's a, we when have we pull fold- out the folding chairs and the patio chairs. So we have enough chairs. It's just 
Now, this chair we're talking about is strictly for aesthetics. Mm-hmm. But then the other chairs I was thinking about for our work from home office would be legit office chairs, like either from Secret Lab. What's Secret Lab? They're a gaming company and they make chairs. Talk about gaming chairs now. Yeah, because they're comfortable. And those ones are like four or five hundred dollars usually, right? We're talking about five hundred and up. Five hundred and up for a chair. I I would say the office chairs are more important at this time than buying six dining chairs. You can just get two, or even two, or even two dining chairs. If if I were to to rank the level of do we need a dining chair or an office chair? I would say office chair comes first because if we're working from home, both of us, and we're spending eight hours, seven, eight hours a day in front of a computer, these chairs, these folding chairs we're using now just ain't it. My butt hurts after 30 minutes. You're supposed to get up, exercise. There's so much squeaking in these chairs, you know, it's not ideal. Chill. I'm saying, I'm saying, if I had to choose from getting dining chair set first or office chairs, I'm leaning towards office chairs. Okay. Well, maybe Staples will have a sale too because I'm waiting for Black Friday and hopefully there'll be a good sale on office chairs. So I'm holding out. Black Friday for fans of SIBT. Black Friday is like the ultimate holiday. We're talking about crazy sales. You already know next episode when we do a SIBT Black Friday edition. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be, there's going to be a lot of deals to talk about. And we're going to see what's worth it, what's not. Stay tuned for that. But I like that idea. We can wait till Black Friday to discuss these office chairs. Are you willing to spend 500 on a chair though? $500. Yeah, I would. Because I don't know, I mean, for, me, for me, I know the value of a good gaming chair. And like I said, we're, we're sitting on on this chair for seven hours, working at home. You, you want the best stuff. You're basically there for a sleep. You know, you sleep for eight hours a day. You're working at your desk at eight hours a day. I, I get how people can spend a lot of money on office chairs. Personally, I don't know if I can tell the difference between a $500 gaming chair and maybe one for $300. You know what? I think I'll just get the same one that my mom has and has been using. It's around $300. Is it an office chair? A gaming chair? What is it? Office chair. It's an office chair. It's not a gaming chair. It looks like a normal office chair, like armrest. Yeah. Comfy back, nice seat. It's a mesh mesh body. Back. Yeah. See, that's good for circulation. The mesh back. And those ones can usually go 300 at Staples. You can get a quality one for 300 at Staples, which it could be a good investment. I don't, don't know about get... like the 500. I don't like, I don't know about the 500 plus gaming chairs where it's like, you literally look like you're in a race car. And they can recline all the way. You can recline like 180 degrees. I don't know if I would be okay spending that much money on a chair. 
Oh, you don't feel comfortable? I, I mean, I literally put so much money on the house that I'm like, hey, you know what? Functionally, ergonomically, value-wise, and the time spent sitting on it, like, I'll pay for it. I'll dish out that money. I'm right, not afraid. Right. But would you feel the difference between the $500 gaming chair and, let's say, the $300 chair, the office chair your mom uses? Well, based on what I see, because I can't taste test out the gaming chair, the gaming chair itself looks more cushiony, like there's more padding all around it. But because I've sat in my mom's chair and I know how it feels, it's like, hey, it'll do the job. Like, you'll be okay with an office chair. But I think what's getting at you is the possibility that the gaming chair could be that much better. But I don't know, because I can't test it. Would you be willing to, to try it out, though? Yeah. Like, but just for secret throw lab, out the money. Throw out the money, try it out, and assuming you like it, then you keep it. I don't know what the return policies are, but can you try it out for like 30 days? If we don't like it, can we return it? So, something like that. I think so. Because you can't... There's no physical location to test out the chairs. Buying a chair is like buying a bed. Because we're basically going to be there for 8 hours a day. Uh, so I think if you're willing and okay with spending $500, $500 plus on a gaming chair for ergonomics or for comfort is worth it all oh. i'm saying all i'm saying though is i sh- i would be okay with like a 300 dollars office chair without all that fancy you know neck rest the full reclining i don't think i need that for an office chair i think you're okay in a folding chair because you can't tell the difference i can tell the difference <laughs> of this folding chair okay i'm like sitting on a rock Get more padding for your butt. Put a pillow under there, right? And just call it a day. No, 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 no. Work out your butt. So you get muscles. <laughs> oh, I'm not even hurt. adding a pillow. I'm adding... I'm adding... <laughs> I'm adding padding on my own body. Yeah. You'll be okay. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. For you... So I'll say this. I like what you said. Waiting for Black Friday with the chair. See if there are any good deals. If there's a good gaming chair, like what would make you pull the trigger? Like, I'm going to buy this. What is the criteria you're looking for? For a gaming? I mean, just an office chair? Office chair. Gaming chair. I don't know. For a chair to sit on while you work. What is the criteria which will make you say, I'm going to buy this? Well, it's really hard because, you know, the Herman Miller chair? I showed it to you briefly, but that's just like splurging. Four digits. Four four digits. I'm talking about... Yeah, we're talking, talking about, about $500 chairs. We're not trying to <laughs> double the budget. But it looks nice. It's like, I guess it's the upgrade of my mom's chair and the name Herman Miller. Like, but it why carries can, itself. Yeah, why can a chair cost $1,000 or $1,000 plus? What makes a Herman Miller chair it's so good? It's the design, good? material, and the brand. That's why they can demand that much. But it's kind of it, like is saying, it really that much better? Would you pay that much for a BMW over Toyota? Like it's like that. 
Right, but the performance of like, the Would BM- you want to perform- ride in a BMW or do you want to buy a Toyota? Like, isn't there... That's a huge difference. I, that's I know, difference I know, I know. That's the difference between a chair and a Staples chair. We're not talking about yeah, you but driving that's your... That's the we're equation. Not talking, we're not talking about you driving a Herman Miller chair down the, the street. We're talking about you no, sitting, no, you're sitting, sitting here in the office. In the table. No one's going to see it. I'm it, seeing it. It could look... Personally, I'm not a fan of how gaming chairs look. They look weird. They look like a race car. Okay, but the Herman Millen chair looks like an office chair. Yes. On steroids. So how how can it be $700 more than the chair your mom's using? I just explained it to you. The material and the ergonomics is that much better. It, It results in a $700 price difference. Yeah, and a designer built it. I mean, the designer, whoever worked on that chair, also needs to get paid. You can't undermine designers. I'm not saying whether it's worth it or not, but I'm saying why would you pay that much for a chair when all you need is something somewhat comfortable? Because I'm hoping that one lasts for life. Okay. So if you saw Herman Miller... You would buy it. So this went from this went from three hundred dollar staple chair, five hundred dollar gaming computer. Now we're talking about a thousand dollar Herman Miller chair. Because I have a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The her the one Herman Miller chair can cost as much as our couch. Thank you. Why don't you just work at the couch? No, it's not comfortable. <laughs> well. Besides what I want to buy, what do you want to buy? I really, 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 really want to buy a PlayStation 5. I know. You've been on that for a long time. But, first of all, disregard the fact it's sold out everywhere. You needed to pre-order a long time ago. But, just talking about, I'm not willing to spend $500 on a gaming chair. <laughs> How can I possibly force myself... You're spend not forcing yourself. Six hundred fifty plus dollars on a on a PlayStation Five. As much as I think it's cool, I don't know like if it's worth it. So, Jess, should I buy a PlayStation Five? To be honest, I see you play less and less on the Switch, and you're not really home that often. So, if you buy like a six hundred dollar console console. Plus the game. So what? Maybe like $700 after? The game is like 80 bucks. Okay. So does... We're spending... We're spending easily $1,000. Oh, okay. So we're spending... We're spending a Herman Miller chair to buy a PlayStation 5. Well, isn't that how much you bought your new... New tower? Which is also a, a wrench in my... In my plans for the PS5. Because. Yes. I bought a new PC. It's coming tomorrow. I'm super excited. And I've heard. Once you go PC. You don't go back to consoles. So. Maybe next week. Which is why I want to talk about now. While I still don't have the PC. Do I want the PS5? Yes. But do I want to pay that much for it? No. It's, it's like an internal struggle. Of buying a PS5. So, am I going to see you here? The no, There's going to be no lights. 
just a monitor screen, the brightness of it is just shining on your face. And I see you just like here in the corner playing games. I don't know, because I've never been that kind of like intense gamer. Yes, I play games Are a lot. Are you going to be a Twitcher? I play games a lot, but I don't play it intensely. Are you going to be Twitching? I don't know, because I'm not good at games. I'm not good at games. So would you be like one of those players on Twitch who be like, Oh, hey guys, my name's Gavel35. Is that your name? Yes. Okay, I was right. All right. So, I'm playing this walkthrough of Batman. Look at me fly. Oh, no. I just ran into a bad guy. What do I do? Is that is that what you think people on Twitch do? Well, I watch them in your streams. Sometimes you don't even talk and reply to my chat. So, if I have my new PC... And I become a Twitch streamer. What would you think? I'll still support you. So should I get a PS5 to expand my Twitch streaming aspirations? I think you need to improve your audio quality setup before you even think about buying the PS5. Because those streamers, their video and audio quality are on point. The ones that are at the top. Wow, now you're dissing the mics, the mic setups. We spent entire episode one. You had your dream. You got the house. I got the the Blue Yeti mics. Now I'm being dissed. I get it. We spent half an hour setting up the podcast studio. Now you're just taking shots at my heart. Boom, 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 boom. It's okay. Here's Maybe why. we'll buy ASL Ox. We'll buy the Ox mic. The XLR mics. XLR mics. That might be that might be the move. I, I mentioned that on SIBT in a previous episode. That might be the move. But I'll, I'll I'll say this about the PS5. Like while I do want it, currently at its price tag, I don't think it's worth it. Yes, it's basically like a computer. It's a huge upgrade over the PS4. But now that I'm well, my desktop's not here yet. But now I have a desktop and. The fact that I don't, I think, like PlayStation always has a new, slim, better version a year after. So getting the first version always screws you over. There's always going to be a glitch. I'm paying $650 something for something which could break. Well, I think they did a lot of testing before they released it to put it at that price point. I'm not saying it's a bad system, but I'm saying for... The average person, the average consumer like me, while I do want it, I don't think I should buy it. I think you have a hard time putting your money on the value of the PS5. And I think this is what makes, this is what I bring to SIBT Podcast. It's always the desire versus the value. And sometimes you have to look at the value, whether that be a thousand dollar chair or console and you have to tell yourself you can get it for cheaper if you wait i don't think it will drop i'm talking about the secondhand markets you know i'm pretty sure well, it'll drop right now no secondhand market ps5 is going for a thousand dollars because people buy a few of them 
they're sold out everywhere. It's like the Switch a few months ago. People just jacking up the prices. I'm going to play the waiting game on this one. I'm going to say down the road, I would like to get a PS5. Maybe next year. Or maybe if a new you know, V2 model comes out. But then it's like your Xbox. Remember how you bought that one Star... Oh wait, no. It came with a Star Wars game. You didn't even beat it. So then, would you have unfinished games on your PS5 while you're twitching? It's not even about the Twitch. It's it's about having the the console and playing the games you want to play. But can't you play the same games on your computer? Sony and PlayStation have a lot more exclusive games than Xbox. Xbox is owned by Microsoft. You know, in Xbox's ideal world, in Microsoft's ideal world, any game you play on Xbox can be played on a computer. Sony, whereas they have more exclusives, which is what makes PlayStation more desirable, in my opinion. I'll, I'll say this. I think down the road, if the price is right, I'll pull the trigger on a PS5. But as of now, I wouldn't... Just for me, I wouldn't pay more than $500 for a console. If I can get it, at $500, I'll think about it. But right about now, I'm going to say that's a big no for me. I want it, yes, but I want to hear your thoughts. Should I buy a PS5? Well, after this conversation, I'd say no, because you're very hesitant. And but when like, your heart is not set on what you want to buy, like I've seen you jump on that Switch when you saw it on the marketplace for 200 You wanted to message this girl. It's like, yo... I want to buy this. I want to meet up. And that's how it is. Though. That's how it is. Switch. That, that's what I'm talking about. That's why we we have this podcast. We talk about the things we buy. You didn't even discuss that with me. You just like, I'm going to buy it. Because if it's a good deal. Because you really, really want it. But you don't really, you know. really, that, really want right, this PS5. Right. If you really and want you it. You don't even want. Like, if you really want it and it's a good price, then you have to jump on it. I bought my Switch Lite. Switch Lite is two fifty nine uh, plus tax. This was last year before COVID. I saw it for two hundred, so I I got it during COVID. Talking about Switches, Playstations, all going out of stock because everyone's staying at home playing video games. People are jacking up the price. I I wouldn't feel comfortable buying that. And when it comes to buying things, the bottom line is you need to be okay with the price and you gotta really want it it's a struggle because if you want it bad enough you'll pay enough money but then this is what we're trying to do on this show is to talk about the value versus the desire and that's i think that's what we want to try to focus more on this new season of sibt if you know what i'm talking about so are you talking about sustainability Eco-friendliness, no, 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 longevity no, no, that, that's of not, the item. That's not important. That's not. It's about want versus price tag. That's my approach for coming up. Jess, you might be talking about the sustainability, the eco-friendliness. That's what you bring to the show. I'm bringing the practicality to the show. That's what the audience wants, you know. Our, our differing ideas coming together. Yeah, because you're the more hesitant one on buying things. And, and you're ready like and it, you're ready to throw hundred price. You're ready to throw thousand dollars on a chair, and that's fine. You do you. I'm not flitching because I paid close to 
more than that for the bed that we're sleeping on. Exactly. That's why I'm like... But if, yeah, if you have that point of comparison, obviously, if you spend a couple of thousand dollars on one thing, another thousand isn't going to seem like a lot. But you have to approach this every item on SIBT is individual. It can't be like, I'm okay spending a thousand dollars on a chair because I spent a couple of thousand on a bed. That's irrelevant because listeners, you know, they're not about that. They want to know about what we're, we're thinking of buying now. What? You look so confused. I do. <laughs> so let's recap. So you would be okay buying a thousand dollar chair only because you spent already a couple thousand on furniture. Hey, so the go things big, that go I want to buy for this house, I'm thinking for long term. I'm not trying to buy something quick and then it's going to break on me or maybe it's not going to be comfortable and down the road in the next few years. I'm looking for products that have good quality, made from good craftsmanship, stuff like that. And that's fair. Let's say I buy a $300 office chair and it breaks after 10 years. Then I have to buy another one and another one, right? So, so I get, I get two of those from. would already been 700 But maybe 10 years from now, I want a new office chair. Whereas you would be like, I'm stuck with this Herman Miller chair. I don't think I would change. Like, the thing is, when you buy a luxury item, it's not like you're going to switch. I don't have that desire to switch. All right. Well, if you know that and you're okay with that, then I think you should spend more on the chair. Knowing that piece of information. I'm going to get it from my sugar daddy. Is there someone else I don't know about? Wow. (laughs) No, I'm literally winking at you. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to buy me a PS5. Sure. I'll buy you a PS5. If I buy you a Herman Miller chair. Is that that the catch? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's move on to the next segment of the show, Quick Buys. If you're a new listener to the show, Quick Buys is the part of the show where we talk about something cheap, something fast, something quick, each episode with a different topic. Now this episode, we've been talking a lot about furniture and a new house. So for our Quick Buys this time, we're going to talk about something you want to add to the house, which it will make our lives easier. Not like a big purchase in, in a sense where we bring it on to SIBT, but in a sense where it's something like under 20 bucks, we need it, or if we get it, it'll make our lives easier. Yeah, it's really hard. I'm going to um, start off. We have three washrooms in this house. Zero towel racks. Yeah, we do. We have no towel racks. We're putting the towels, wash your hand, wipe your, wipe your hands on the towel, The towel is on the counter. Bro, that's the new way. That's an aesthetic. What, a crumpled up towel? No, you're supposed to put it back and fold it back on the counter. Now, if we had a hook or some sort of rack to put on the wall, to put behind the door, something to put the towel on, that would make our lives so much easier. Remember when the guys came to deliver the bed? Okay. After they delivered the bed, one of them asked to use the washroom. I think and they did it on purpose. 
Because he ended up just splashing everything. And we went into the sink after. Water droplets. Disgusting. Black water. Dark. That was His hands was dirty, first of all. Water droplets all over the wall. I think he was just getting back because it was very heavy to carry everything up. That's his job. That's his job. Floor. He knows what he got into. But I think he just didn't know where the towel was because we had a towel hanging on the doorknob. In the back of the doorknob. No, but the way he carried himself and the way that he just okay. splashed everything and all the black marks was on the wall. That was really disgusting. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is if there was a towel hook where he saw it, it could have been then avoided. Could have been the avoided. The towel would have been black. Could have been avoided. We washed the towel. It's fine. So, quick buys for me. Towel rack. Okay. Go I'm sure. waiting for it. But it has to look nice. Anything's better than leaving the a ball of a towel on the, on the counter. You're supposed to fold it back nicely. <laughs> You know, that's an actual aesthetic to leave the towel on the counter. Not when we have, like, no towel space, no counter space. The washroom where the guy, where the mover used is literally the sink with no counter space. The towel is just hanging off the sink. Towel hook. Quick buys. Your turn. You're crazy. Well, speaking of racks, all of the delicate clothes... Especially your jeans that come out of the washing machine. We've just been using the patio chairs. And it would be nice to have like a clothes hanger. Like an indoors clothes hanger. But something that's foldable. Like and a drying rack. And stored away into the Harry Potter closet. Like a drying rack, right? We need somewhere to dry our clothes if we're not using the drying machine. No, we can't put it into the drying machine. I mean, you can, no, the but you're afraid that your jeans are going to shrink, but they're not. Anything. We're talking about delicate stuff you don't want in the dryer. We're just throwing them on chairs. Because we're not throwing them on chairs. Because we don't have Herman Miller chairs. We're like, okay, whatever. This is a cheap chair. We're going to throw our white clothes on it. It's fine for now, but you're right. A drying rack. I like that. I don't know if it's going to be under $20 anymore. You know when Zeller was still around? Do you even know it? Zellers? Yes, I know what Zellers is. I don't know. Maybe you're too young. Well, anyways, Zellers had a lot of good things. Like curtains and miscellaneous stuff for the house. But now since they're... I guess they're home outfitters now. Okay, so... Drag rack. Okay. What's your adult thing? Oh yeah, we missed that. We completely missed that segment. It's been too long since we did a podcast. Uh, usually before we talk about items, we do, you know you're an adult when. Thanks for reminding me. I got you. You want to start? Well, we've been basically doing this since, well, I've been doing it. I've been doing most of it. I don't know what you're going to say, but okay. Yeah. You know you're an adult when what? You know when you're an adult when you have a dedicated day for cleaning. And that day for us is Sunday. That's when we clean our clothes, clean the whole house, give it a thorough mop down, dust down. You get responsibilities on top of work. You know you're an adult when you have a dedicated day for cleaning. Cleaning the entire house. You're too clothes. busy. We're too, we're too busy. Food. During the, the weekdays. 
sitting in our hard folding chairs. Okay. Going to work. Your butt's okay. So, we need a dedicated day to clean the house. That's when you know you're an adult. I'm going to add on to that. You know you're an adult when you take pride and specific interest in cleaning the stove. When I was a kid, I would see my dad cleaning the stove all the time. He would go through it very thoroughly. I always wondered to myself, why is he spending so much effort cleaning the stove? Like, you know, just, just wipe up a towel, whatever, right? It's, it's done. But now, we're talking about our electric stove. Now that we have, I feel like this is a, this is a moment every man, maybe some woman too, every man, I can only speak for myself as a man. I feel like this is a passage of, into adulthood. You know you're an adult when you're very invested in how clean your stovetop is. Cause we're talking about using, using creams and stuff to wipe it down. Carefully going in clockwise motions, using a second layer of rinse, wiping it down, drying it down. You know you're an adult when you care about these finer things. I don't know. Maybe you don't understand me. Maybe you don't relate to me. But I feel like I finally understood why my dad would spend so much time cleaning the stovetop now that I see our stovetop and I'm like, there's a stain on it. It's got to go. You know you're an adult when. For the listeners, this segment's supposed to go come a lot earlier. I apologize again. We haven't podcasted since June. Uh, but SIBT is back. Right, Jess? That's right. And that's very dependent on you. Because <laughs> I did have a lot of things to buy. But every week when I asked you, you're like, I don't have anything. I have no idea. Sorry, B. Well... Season two of SIBT, new house edition. How are you going to bring new be, ideas to the table? There will be plenty of new ideas on this new Lasabo table. Trust me. Are you sure? Maybe. You know what? I'll just tell my sugar daddy what to buy for me. Wink, wink. You're blinking, but okay. At you. SIBT, we're back. You know what? I don't even. I'm not even gonna say every week. I'm gonna keep the listeners on their toes. Is there gonna be SIBT this week? Are they gonna come back after a long break and have a new house? We don't know. That's that's what keeps the SIBT listeners on their toes. Stay tuned for more on season two. If you want to get in touch with the show, SIBT contact at gmail.com. Listen to us on Anchor and Spotify. How did we end the show before? Is I think we just said, see ya. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. I don't know. Tons of Black Friday sales are coming soon. The flyers are already coming out early. So you know there's going to be some heat on the next episode of SIBT. Should I buy this? Okay, well, it's really dependent on you. <laughs> so we'll see if you have any ideas or things that you want to buy. Well, I have a long list of things that you can buy for me. You can just ask, and then you can say it on the show. Okay. So if I don't, if I don't have anything to buy, Jess, you just mentioned two things for me. Oh, yeah, I will. All right. So plenty of episodes coming down the road. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.
Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah.